Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, providing everything you'd need to hit the circle or the big stage. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. <laughs> How are you, folks? Hope you're all keeping well out there in bagpiping land. <laughs> oh, it's been such an interesting week, actually, in the piping scene. And, um, yeah, we're about to get into all of that on this week's show. Of course, we have a huge topic of the week to bring you. And, uh, yeah, we'll get into all of that. But first of all, let's do our introductions then, shall we? If this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we're here talking about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland bagpipe and its people. And, yeah, like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon. Shout out to our Patreon faithful. You guys are awesome. And, uh, yeah, that, <clears throat> we've seen quite a big jump in Patreon numbers over this last while. Uh, I don't know if that's because we've launched a brand new Discord service. Um yeah, if you're on Patreon, you do get access to a Discord service, uh, which has been a lot of fun, actually, this last while. Yeah, it's been a lot of chat back there on uh, the Discord service. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, we have exclusive access to interviews, performances, episodes of Rab Show Plus, and of course, you get our weekly Fuse FM Balamoney radio show, which this week was a 4th of July special. Yeah! Yeah, happy 4th of July to all of our American friends. Uh, I hope the headache isn't too bad this morning as you rose. There you go. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, we had a special 4th of July show last night on Fuse, which was a lot of fun, where we concentrated uh, on just playing music from American pipe bands from over the years. It was a lot of fun. So yeah, <laughs> that was our 4th of July special. And if you did happen to miss it, then you can go and listen again on our Patreon service. So yeah, if you are curious as to what our... 4th of July special show was, and you missed it, but then you can go over there to Patreon and go and check that out at your leisure. There you go. Be part of the Patreon faithful! Okay, well, with each and every Rab Show podcast, as always, we do open the doors to listener mail. That email address has never changed from the outset of the show. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again. BigRabShow at gmail.com. I'm sure you all have it memorized by now. Let's just say... Last week, we spoke about the amount of hater mail that we were getting uh, because of, you know, the lack of live streaming or that we weren't filming particular bands and all of that. Well, that trend is continuing, it would appear. Uh, <laughs> ooh, yeah, uh, we're getting some uh, quite vicious hate mail and a lot of it, uh, I believe, to be unwarranted. But, hey, if, if you know who you are out there, it's been received and... Uh, considered and uh yeah we're going to continue doing what we're doing i guess uh so apologies to uh anyone who did send us in some angry emails expecting them to be read out on the pod this week because they won't uh but we are gathering these in a, in the hope that we will possibly be producing a future episode of hater mail if you're anyway curious as to what that is well we've done two episodes already of hater mail over back through the archives you can go and have a listen to some of those and um 
Be prepared. Be prepared. Your email may well be read out as a shining example of some of the hate mail that we get around here. However, a lot of the other listener mail that we got was all talking about future episodes that we're working on behind the scenes. And I can't really give much away, but let's just say that because right now we're into the summer period, the July-August time, which is when... This is peak time, I guess, for piping season, I guess. We're in the thick of it right now, and we have some huge episodes ahead of us that we have been working on now for months, and a lot of our uh, listener mail has all been the admin behind those. Uh, so be prepared, folks. We're about to drop a few big episodes on you that you might not be expecting, um, but uh, yeah, we're very excited to bring these episodes to you in the next few weeks, so be sure to be following us. Subscribe wherever you're listening right now, or click follow, or anything like that and then that all-important notification bell so then yeah whenever we upload another episode you won't miss it so trust me over the next few weeks we're going to have some big episodes that we've been working on for quite a while you're not going to want to miss okay that plus as well we've been working behind the scenes of course for yeah big rab show live at piping live I think I might have mentioned it a few times. Yeah, we're heading back to Piping Live. <laughs> um, oh, very exciting. We can't wait for this. It's got, mm, we're confirming our acts already. There's been negotiations behind the scenes, and we have locked in some... Oh, it's going to be fun. All right, I'm not going to spoil it right now, but yeah, we'll be announcing who'll be playing at it in, in the next few weeks, I guess. All right, but... <clears throat> All right, I'm terrible for spoiling things, okay? So I'm not going to say anything else other than it's just... uh, Right, shut up, Rab. You're going to end up spoiling it. It's going to be fun, okay? That's all I'm going to say. It's okay. The Rab Show team, stop panicking. I'm not going to spoil it. (laughs) Uh, We've been working very hard behind the scenes to make Rab Show Live at Piping Live, possibly one of our biggest shows, and we're really looking forward to it. Plus, we have an all-important surprise to bring as well. Anyway, shut up, Rab. You're going to spoil it. But that's what's going on in our mailbox right now. If you do have your own particular listener mail that you would like to send us in, of course, you can do bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. If you have any thoughts and feelings of what's going on this season so far and all of that or anything that we've spoken about in previous episodes or even future episodes and... uh, Yeah, email us in. Let us know your thoughts. And, of course, if you don't want to be identified... Yeah, you can send it in through Weekly Drone. But unfortunately, we don't have any Weekly Drone this week. Ah, I know. Well, I know it's not the part of the show where we go to Weekly Drone. But yeah, I wanted to get to that early. We don't have any Weekly Drones. And I'm quite surprised by that, actually. We've had two majors so far already. And we've went through both of those in great detail. Yeah, listening to last week's podcast, a lot of people um, had some thoughts but were reluctant to share them. So, um... I would just like to put that across, that if you do have thoughts and feelings on anything we've talked about in any of our major championships, <clears throat> security, um, you, may, you, may, you may want to send that in to us in our weekly drone. All right? So that's what you can do, warts and all, without any fear of reprisals. Uh, yeah, I know I jokingly said security there, but yeah, that people are still talking about that. The yellow coats, as they call them at these events. But hi, that's one of those things. Okay. So that's listener mail dealt with. Unfortunately, our next section, which would have been weekly drone, which is later on, we don't have any weekly drones. So do get those into us. And uh, yeah, we'll hopefully bring those to a future episode of the pod. Indeed. We always love those. Okay. All right. Let's move on. You guessed it. It's time. Yeah. For word of the week. (laughs) 
Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. America. Yes, this week's Word of the Week is America. Now, I know it's not technically a word, yeah, <laughs> but that's what we're using this week because, of course, yesterday was July 4th and Independence Day, yeah. Now, here in the UK, it isn't a public holiday, so none of us get off work or anything. There's no celebrations to attend, nothing like that. But we are very aware that our American listeners definitely had the day off. And a lot of you were out and around at various different 4th of July celebrations across the country. You were out with your bands playing at various different parades and gigs aplenty. And uh, yeah, it was just brilliant to see so much piping action happening actually on the 4th of July. So we've done what we can to kind of share that out anywhere we've managed to spot it. And if we haven't spotted your own particular gig that you have posted on socials, then please do let us know. You can always email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com, or you can contact us on our Facebook page or Twitter and let us know what you've been at over the 4th, and um, yeah, we'll do our best to try and share that out there and uh, let everyone know that you've been out gigging. Yeah, indeed. So, yeah, well, not only that, because of the 4th of July, of course, yesterday, uh, but I have to say, at the All-Ireland Championships, there was a band there, the Hugh O'Connor Memorial Pipe Band, and... um, yeah, they really did turn some heads. A lot of people were really keen to see what they were up to because nobody had ever really heard of them before, I guess, here on the island of Ireland. But uh, they walked into the ring at the All-Ireland Championships and did not disappoint. They played a great, great run. Now, if you are curious at all, you can go and check out that run on our YouTube channel, of course. We'll talk more about the All-Irelands here in the next wee while. Uh, but, yeah, just wanted to give a shout-out to the Hugh O'Connor Memorial Pipe Band. They sounded Fantastic, had a great run and kind of inclement weather. I think uh, they encountered all seasons in Balamina, <laughs> especially when they were on the line as well. Uh, I think whenever they were standing there, sort of a misly, rainy miserableness, and then out came the sun and it really rapidly heated up. Uh, so difficult conditions, uh, but hey, there we go. Just wanted to give a shout out to the Hugh O'Connor Memorial Pipe Band. It was awesome to catch up with all of you. And, uh, yeah, just wanted to give you a shout-out in this week's Word of the Week. America. America. There you go. All right, so happy 4th to all of our American listeners. Hope you all had the best time. And, yeah, shout-out to the Hugh O'Connor. who made the journey to the All-Irelands. Awesome stuff. Okay, right, that's it for Word of the Week. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to take myself a wee break at this point before we get into everything on What's the Crack? Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off, showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. Dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab for a 30-day free trial. 
What's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Hi Rob, what's the crack this week? 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 Hey Rob, what's the crack this week? So, what the crack is, well, come on, I have to talk about the All-Ireland Championships. Seriously, what a competition, and we'll get into all of it. (laughs) There's a lot to unpack there. Also, we got a a bit of a warning from the RSPBA uh, five days ago or so, uh, talking about band registration checks, and we'll talk about that, of course, as well. Very interesting stuff. Also, there was a... Yeah, quite a controversial opinion piece that was published on PipesDrums.com, but has definitely garnered a lot of support from the piping scene, and we'll talk about that. Also, we have further details about the Levy Invitational Freestyle uh, Solo Drumming uh, Competition, and yeah, that's exciting too. So we've got a lot to get into in this week's show, so rather than me delay it any further, let's just get straight into the news then, shall we? McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan instrument maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland proud supplier of bagpipes small pipes and chanters to Ali the Piper one of a kind instruments crafted from the finest materials using traditional skills for more than 30 years attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument but also a work of art Custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment services also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Okay, well, that's what's the crack out of the road. Let's get into all of the news and updates, and there's loads of them, so bear with us as we go through all of this. Now, we're going to go through a lot of the other news stories first before we get into all of our reaction about the All-Ireland Championships, okay? Uh, Because there is plenty to get through. Now, I do have to talk about the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. I think we mentioned it in last week's podcast when we were talking about that the applications for the National Youth Band are now Open. There is a deadline that is about to close on the twentieth of August. Now we were uh, we received a few questions on that, um, asking us about you know age ranges and things like that. I think it's from ten years old to twenty five years old, and uh, there's various different things on their website that detail how you can be a part of things. All right. Now I'm not just talking about their senior band here, but it's all three national youth pipe bands of Scotland that have spots available. So, if you are curious at all, go to nypbs.co.uk. All right, that's been, yeah, our port of call, really, for all of this process. There's been a lot of people getting contact about this. So, yeah, go along to the National Youth Pipe Bands website and then go to forward slash applications where they have the full flow chart of everything along with your playing requirements and what exactly is needed uh, because you have to attend an audition and a workshop in early September, and then hopefully you'll get your results from that audition by the 18th of September via email. There you are. Okay, so that's up in the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland's website right now. Your full application details on how to apply for it. Yeah. Okay, now I was talking there about the RSPBA headquarters themselves. We're talking about band registration checks. Now, this came out... 
A brief while ago, actually before the UK Championships, they were telling bands to have your paperwork in order and um, they will be checking on the day. Now, they put out a further announcement on their social media about five days ago saying, can all band secretaries and pipe majors please make sure that you have your band registration documents with you and that they're up to date and in your possession at all competitions. You need to have these when entering a competition and when registering All of that kind of stuff. So you need to bring a list of your roster with you, okay? You have to have them with you at all competitions. Now, they even put an interesting note in here. Unfortunately, two bands were disqualified at a recent competition because their band registration documents were not up to date. Ooh. Now, as to who these two bands were, as to what the competition was... No idea. That detail hasn't been published yet. I haven't seen anybody talking about it online either. But they just really want to stress this, that this year they're really clamping down on it. So band registration checks. They're making sure that every player within the ranks of your band is registered and on your yeah on your list of roster, I guess, that they're going to be checking off. So to be fair, I did see this happen. I have seen stewards running around with clipboards and everything, and uh, as they see bands enter the final tuning area, then they do ask the pipe major for the registration documents, and then they start checking them off. So they're being quite strict about it, okay? So if you have any queries at all, do double-check with headquarters or your band secretary and make sure that all of that is in order. We don't want to see any further bands getting disqualified because their paperwork's not in order. All right? That's all I'm going to say. No more disqualifications, please. Have your paperwork ready. Okay. (coughs) Can I get into this article from PipesDrums.com? I've been itching to do this, by the way. Yeah, there's been an article published on PipesDrums.com, that very popular news site for all of us in the piping scene, where it is an opinion piece, and it's entitled, No More Having to Pay Your Dues, The World is Listening. Have you seen this? Yeah, this is, yeah, it's been, I don't know, it's been passed around all of the piping world since it yeah was published just yesterday on July 4th. So, what the article talks about, is they believe that the days of having to pay your dues in a certain grade are now a thing of the past because of the internet. And it's a very interesting argument. Yeah, but, you know, we have talked about this on the show before, that when a band gets newly upgraded to, especially one of the top flight grades, like grade one or grade two, that you expect that band to have to be in that grade for, I don't know, five, six years, you know? paying their dues, I guess. And then after that, they can possibly expect to be in the prize list. Now, this article does go a little bit further than that and talk about, you know, keeping in with judges, making sure that they have, like, business arrangements in place and purchases and stuff like that. I can't make comments on that at all. Uh, But it's in there. It's in the article. It does raise some interesting eyebrows, I guess. But I guess the whole crux behind this article is now saying that due to the internet age, the yeah, they reckon that now bands no longer have to pay their dues because everyone is watching. Because judges are now, yeah, they're being held accountable instantly. Now, I'll actually read from a paragraph from this article, and I want to know your opinions on this. Yeah, it says, Today, we can hear virtually every competition in some form, 
on the internet within hours of a contest ending. Sometimes, even before the results are announced, video recordings are whizzing around the world to anyone with an internet connection and a few social media accounts. So now judges are being held almost instantly accountable because of the performances they assess, and uh, it's all on what they hear. It doesn't matter if a competitor or leader is new, young, unknown, or not a judge's best mate, then the only thing that matters is what it sounds like and what's the performance like. So, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a real interesting debate. A lot of people have been joining in in this conversation that it not only accounts for bands, but it also accounts for soloists as well. Yeah, because we do know that the solo scene, you know, if a player gets newly upgraded, especially into the seniors or the open grades, then they can expect to be in that senior or open grade for quite a while, paying their dues, before they might eventually crack that top six. Well, we have seen evidence of this now in the internet age, and this is where I think the inspiration has come for this article. Of course... We have brand new lead tippers, Gareth McLeese and Kerry McQuillan, that we've been talking about here on the show now for a while, and they have newly stepped into those roles. Now, ordinarily, if you got a brand new lead drummer in a grade one band, that lead tipper would normally expect to be duking it out and uh, for quite a number of years before actually lifting some titles. But as you can see, Gareth McLeese and Kerry McQuillan both have been lifting titles all around them, and it's been fantastic. Yeah. So is this due to the internet age and the sudden accountability that all judges now find themselves under? It's an interesting dynamic, isn't it? Now, there is, that's, I don't know, it is swayed as a bit of a positive news story for pipe banders, where you now no longer have to, yeah, pay your dues. You're now, if you have a good run, you have a good run. You can end up winning a prize, which is the way it should be, I guess. And that's what this positive news story is trying to say. But I will err on the side of caution here. There is also a negative side to this as well. Now, we do know that all of us here in the Rab Show team, we film performances and all of that. We live stream results, all that kind of stuff. And we've been doing it for years. And we talk all about it here on the show each week. And, um, yeah, it does put our judges under a very intense scrutiny. On last week's podcast, as we wrapped up the Euros, we were talking about possible anomalies in the judging and wondering just quite what happened. And no doubt we'll get into that too with the All-Irelands. But this does ask the question then, who would ever really want to be a judge? It's such a thankless task and such a difficult job. And let's face it, as soon as a judge has judged a competition, they're in their car and they're on the way home before the results are read because they know they're about to get tackled by whoever didn't win that day and asking the question, why? And then what makes it worse is that it becomes under scrutiny thanks to people online who now have access to all of those performances and can listen back over and over and over again. Now, this is one thing I've stressed before is that judges have one opportunity to have one listen and make their solid judgment based on that one listen through. Us at home, as armchair judges, we have the luxury of being able to rewind. You know, (laughs) we can pause it and go, oh, did I really hear that? And then you can wind it back again and say, "Mm, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Yeah, the judge that is standing in that ring with a clipboard does not have that luxury. 
okay? And uh, yeah, I do believe sometimes judges are unfairly put under such public scrutiny like this. And it does make the job of judging a not very attractive one. Now, in a time where we are hoping to get a lot of new blood into the judging world, it's yeah, it doesn't really sell it well, does it, to our accredited judges? You know, what's the point in sitting all of your exams and you know going through the process of all your dummy runs and getting qualified? That takes a long time. And you also have to have a pedigree as well in the piping world, so you know what you're talking about. And then, after that, once you're fully qualified and you're actually handed a clipboard and saying, right, on you go, you decide who wins this week, then you have me standing beside the sidelines with a camera filming everything. And that's an added layer of difficulty. Not only for the bandsmen and women, of course, who are in there competing and juking it out because they know it will be recorded and there for prosperity, but also for the judges as well. Said, if I get this wrong, people can listen back and wonder what the heck was I listening to. It's an added layer of pressure, I guess. One of which we've certainly been seeing this year. You know, with our recordings from the UKs and the Euros, it has caused a lot of people to go back and listen to those recordings and just wonder what were the judges listening for that day. And it does raise a pile of interesting questions. I would urge you go over to pipestrums.com. Have a look at their opinion piece that they've just published called No More Having to Pay Your Dues. The world is listening. It's quite an interesting opinion piece. Now, it has been pegged as being a positive news story because now people don't have to pay their dues. Understandable. But if you also look at it from the point of view from the judge, yeah, it does sort of highlight an area that hasn't been mentioned here where judges are under renewed scrutiny. And uh, maybe not for the better, whenever we're trying to attract brand new judges to our scene. It's a double-edged sword in this one. So, yeah, we would love to know your opinions, of course. Yep, bigrabshowgmail.com. That's an interesting development right there. And a story that I believe is will only continue to develop, I guess. There are pros and cons of this internet world. And I guess I just mentioned one of the cons there with uh, the scrutiny of judging. Um, but certainly pros for us as armchair judges, we get to enjoy it. Indeed. There you go. So go and have a check at that. Yeah, do so at your leisure. All right. Okay, I have to talk about the Levy Invitational Freestyle Solo Drumming. Yes, we now have a date in the calendar for this year. It's finally been announced. It seems to be, yeah, each year we just can't wait for this event to roll around. Now, thanks to Jim Baxter, of course, he runs this event, who unfortunately has fallen into a bit of bad health then recently, but is now recouping quite well. He contacted us here in the Rab Show to tell us that, the yeah, they'll be announcing a date very soon. And then, sure enough, on PipesDrums.com, the date was fully announced. So, November 18th is when we are expecting to head to Dean's Bowling Club for this event. So I'm really looking forward to it. Now, embarrassingly so, I remember I used to call this the Levi. The Levi Invitational Freestyle, which is not. It's the Levy, which is short for Livingston. So there you go. See, this is stuff that Rab got right this time. Uh, so, <laughs> so the Levy Invitational. Now, we haven't got any details of like a lineup or anything yet. But this is honestly one of the... I don't know, it's one of the stellar events at this point in the season, I guess. In late November, when things should be ramping down and everyone's kind of taking it easy around the holidays, um, 
I have to stress that the Lovey Invitationals is a cracking event. And if you can get tickets for it and help raise money for charity, then you absolutely should. It's, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. So get that date in your diary. I know we're just putting in the new section here instead of dates for your diary. But that's the 18th of November. All right. Now, of, of course, for those out there who are wondering, will the Big Rab Show be there? Will we be live streaming? Blah, blah, blah. Yes, of course, the Big Rab Show will be there. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll figure out the live streaming part closer to the time. Uh, for now, I guess the recording of performances has definitely been working for us. The quality that we're getting is outstanding. Uh, so yeah, whether we're live streaming or not, don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll get chatting to the organisers and we'll we'll work all of it out. Okay. All right. Okay. I have to talk about pipe and live. Yeah. Now, don't worry, we will be doing a full Pipe and Life preview podcast like we do every year. And we'll be giving you our own particular picks and everything. But there's one thing that I really want to draw your attention to that was announced just the start of this week. The Pipe and Life Big Band! <laughs> the Pipe and Life Big Band. Yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness. This is such a big draw. Now, it's on the Monday of Pipe and Live, and they've given details of everything, of the route and how you can get involved in all of this. So, if you are curious at all and you want to be involved in the Pipe and Live Big Band, now is your opportunity. So, you can go to pipeandlive.co.uk and follow the links for the Pipe and Live Big Band. Yeah. So, they're going to be raising money for charity, of course, like they do every year. And this year, their chosen charity of, of yeah, of, yeah, is called Versus Arthritis. Yeah. So, yeah, that's their chosen charity. Now, you can go and read a lot of details then about the Arthritis Charity and why that was chosen. And for the full press release is available now on Pipe and Live on their socials. But, yeah, just wanted to put that out there. If you guys want to get involved in this in the Pipe and Live big band, now's your opportunity Go and register and be a part of things. So as I say, that's on the Monday of Pipe and Life. So it's the first day of the festival. And uh, yeah, there's such a buzz around this, you know. So 14th of August at 12 noon, they're expecting upwards of 150 pipers and drummers aged between 8 years old and 86 I think was their oldest person they had the last time. Uh, So who knows, we might top that this year. There you go. (laughs) All right, so the muster point will be in Mansfield Park in Patek. So there you go. Uh, We'll all have a bit of a tune-up and everything and gather up and get ready. And then the big band themselves will head along Dumbarton Road and then onto Argyle Street. Yeah. And then onto the Kelvin Grove Art Gallery. So, yeah, taking a good tour of the city. This band is absolutely huge, but it does raise a lot of great money for charity. So, versus arthritis, we're expecting to see a great sum of money raised for you there. There you go. So, go to pipeandlive.co.uk if you are going to be there and you want to take part in their Pipe and Live big band. Now's your opportunity. You can go and place your registration now and be a part of it. Awesome. Okay, on to another new story then. I have to give a shout to the Royal High pipe band who put out a bit of a announcement well a bit of a request i guess on their social media there about a day or so ago they're recruiting a brand new pipe major yeah now this is for a band that's competing in grade 4a and they're recruiting a brand new pipe major who will have the following responsibilities running weekly band practices maintain the inclusive ethos of this well-established band and to lead the band into future opportunities there you are. So if you are curious and you would like to take the helm of a grade 4A pipe band, then now's your opportunity. Yeah. The Royal High Pipe Band are looking for a new PM. 
Yeah. So I have to say, I done a bit of digging to try and find out who the Royal High Pipe Band were because I wasn't familiar with them. And what I found was is that they actually started life as the Davidson Mains and District Pipe Band. Now, I remember them. That was back in 2012, I think, according to my show notes. Uh, but then the band sort of regraded, or not regraded, renamed themselves, rebranded and everything as the Royal High Pipe Band. They're based in North Edinburgh. And, of course, they're affiliated with the Royal High School in that area. So... I have to say, you don't have to be a part of the school to be a part of the band, uh, but they are looking for a pipe major. Yeah, so there you go. Apparently, they have 30 members in total and will hopefully be duking it out in grade 4B. Yeah, so I don't know about grading and everything, but they're looking at 4A, 4B possibly. But either way, they need someone at the helm. If you are interested, uh, go along to their social media, the Royal High Pipe Band, uh, or you can email them, info dot royal high royal high pipe band at gmail.com there you are so they're looking for a cv that details your experience and why you're interested in the role applications close for this on monday the 31st of july so you do have a little bit of time to give it some thought uh, so there you go shout out to the royal high pipe band or as i know you the davidson mains yeah davidson mains but yeah that's not the case anymore so you know royal high so i'll make sure that i'm using your new name going forward okay all right Okay, there's been a few tuition programs that have been announced recently. I have to give a shout out to the Ulster Scots Agency right here in Northern Ireland who have just launched, well, just yesterday actually, at the point of recording this, free piping and drumming lessons through the Ulster Scots Agency. If you are interested at all in taking part in this, well, I think they are still running. I think they're going to be running for the duration of the summer. Uh, You can go and check out the Ulster Scots Agency on their website where it tells you where you can get registered and everything and take part in all of the lessons. Uh, Or you can check them out on social media as well where they have all sorts of points of contact where you can reach out to them and say, hi, I want to avail of these free lessons. There you are. So, Shout out to the Ulster Scots Agency. That's yeah, very encouraging. Free piping and drumming lessons. What's not to love about that right here in Northern Ireland? Well, I have to give a shout also to Wallastone and District, who are absolutely delighted to introduce their brand new Wallastone and District Pipe Band Tuition Programme. With over 150 combined years of experience in the piping and drumming community. Love that. Uh, our tutors are here to take you from chanter to pipes, from pad to drum. So their programme has been tailor-made... Yeah, from nine years old and upwards, and will train you in all aspects of piping and drumming with the view of adding to the competitive ranks of Wallastone and District. So, the tuition programme is looking to begin around mid-September, and the band currently practices in Brighton's on Monday and Thursday nights. There you are. If you are curious at all, and perhaps would like to take up the, the challenge of going through that tuition programme and filling the ranks of Wallastone, then go and check them out on their socials. You do have to register for this, because it is a completely free tuition programme. Uh, as far as I'm aware, there's no cost involved at all. And uh, so the band will just be very keen to see you come through the door of the band hall. So yeah, shout out to Wallastone and District and their free tuition programme uh, uh, kicking things off in mid-September. Awesome stuff. Shout out to Wallastone. Great idea. Okay, uh, I have to give a bit of a shout. Before I get into everything at the All-Irelands, I have to mention the City of Melbourne Highland Pipe Band. Wow. <laughs> they had a huge concert this past weekend, which, yeah, was in Melbourne Town Hall. 
And wow, uh, we've seen a lot of the video footage from this and a lot of photographs and stuff. And the audience feedback from this event itself was just blistering. Apparently, it was one heck of a show. So shout out to the city of Melbourne, Highland Pipe Band, and to everyone involved there, all the dancers, young musicians and stuff that filled the stage. Yeah, what an incredible event. Full congratulations. The city of Melbourne, Highland Pipe Band. What a great show. Awesome stuff. All right. Moving on, let's get on to the next news story. Okay, well, now you may remember this on the show, or you may not, but do you guys remember when we had Dave Stanley on the show? Yeah, he's the owner and proprietor of 3dprintedbagpipes.com. Now, for those of you who are subscribed to us on YouTube, you may also remember seeing our review video of the very first set of 3D printed pipes that we ever got uh, that Dave kindly sent to us for review. So we managed to get them set up, and uh, we talk about the setup process and all of that, and we give our thoughts on what they actually sound like. Um, Well... Unfortunately, Dave has found himself in a bit of a bad state of health recently. And as a result, there is now currently a GoFundMe online that has been arranged by one of his friends called Rachel Hall, who's yeah, to try and help him with his medical bills. So, yeah, that details everything to do with his current state of health and everything. And, of course, his ongoing work with the business of 3D printed bagpipes and like trying to explain to people that... Perhaps orders will not be flying out the door just as quickly as Dave tries to recoup his health. So, if you are curious at all and would like to try and help uh, Dave, uh, you know, uh, with his financial uh, issues, I guess, with, you know, medical bills and that, uh, well, yeah, we've included a link in the show notes here right now. You can go and check that out on GoFundMe. Uh, So, yeah, just wanted to give a shout out to Dave, you know, good friend of the show. He's been on here before and we had a great time chatting with him. And, uh, yeah, those 3D printed bagpipes, honestly... Such a great innovation. And, uh, yeah, the set that we got were not pristine perfect. I have to be brutally honest. You know, they were not uh, a set of, you know, vintage Robertsons or something. You know, but they, they were definitely, yeah, a passable set of pipes that you could play at a gig or something. Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll talk more about that in future, no doubt, as Dave has been continuing to develop the product and kind of tweak it and make it better each and every time, I guess. So, yeah, it's unfortunate to hear that he's fallen on bad times, I guess, with his health and everything. Uh, he's had various different surgeries and all sorts of craziness. And I'm, Yeah, I'm not about to get into all of his medical details here in the podcast, but you can go and read all of that, of course, on the GoFundMe page. We've shared it out, of course, on the Rab Show socials, so you can go and drop a little bit of support to try and help a guy out uh, with all of his medical expenses. There you go. So, yeah, you can go and check that out. The link's in the show notes. If you do want to, you can do. And, uh, yeah, you can go and drop him a few quid and try and help. Indeed. There you are. It's got, the only reason I'm mentioning that in this week's pod is because I know we're one big pipe band family. And we always like to hype each other out whenever we're in times of need, you know? So there you go. Shout out to Dave. Hope you get well soon, buddy. And, uh, yeah, we'll share out the link on that, of course, so hopefully everyone can try and help. Indeed. I have to give a very brief shout out to Ullapool and District, who have put out a bit of an announcement on their social media, uh, asking people in the local area or further afield that if you want to take up the challenge and possibly head out with Ullapool, then you're more than welcome. They practice every Wednesday from 5pm until 7pm, uh, so it's just a couple of hours each week, uh, so you can certainly join the band and um, yeah... Take part, I guess, and be a part of the mighty Ullapool. So if you are curious at all, then they have listed all of their, yeah, where they're practicing and when, because they do either practice in the village hall or in the museum. So, yeah, they kind of alternate between these different venues on different dates. So if you are curious at all and want to take up the challenge with Ullapool, then go and check them out on their social media for all of those details. Yeah, shout out to Ullapool. Awesome stuff.
I have to briefly mention, for any fans of the Red Hot Chili Pipers listening right now in the United States, well, you guys are going to be treated to a bit of a US tour from the Chilis. They're kicking things off on the 26th of July at the Lancaster Festival in Ohio, and then they have a range of dates all the way through until... Well, I think it's months. Yeah, months worth of gigs here all the way through until the 24th of September when they wrap things up in New Brunswick. Yeah, so go and check out the Red Hot Chili Pipers website where they have provided all of those details of their United States tour. So I'm hoping that they're going to be playing at a venue near you. Um, I think they're playing at least two or three gigs in Ohio. Uh, Yeah, there's a range of them. All right, rather than me try and read you a hashtag list, just go and check it out. All right. Red Hot Chili Pipers, which is rhcp.scott. And yeah, go and check out the details for their US tour, which is kicking off in a few weeks. All righty. Let's get into the All-Ireland Pipe Band Championship, shall we? You have delayed it long enough, Rob. <laughs> all right. Well, the All-Irelands themselves. Let's talk about the venue, first of all. I have not heard one single complaint about the venue in Balamina. If anything, everyone I spoke to on the day absolutely sung its praises. I think everyone loves it there in Balamina. And even the shuttle bus that ran people in and out of the town, and a good number of people actually went to the front page bar uh, and took advantage of that. So, hi, shout out to all of you who visited the front page. Awesome stuff. I do know a lot of people actually who asked me on the day, uh, said, Rab, where do you get the bus for the bar? Uh, So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was great to know people listened to the podcast and actually heard me talking about it. So, yeah, it was great to see. Uh, so, yeah, the Front Page Bar had a great old time and were very welcoming to all the pipe band folks. So that was great to see. Uh, but, yeah, the venue itself, absolutely stellar. Now, the conditions on the day, that morning was very grey and overcast and it was threatening rain. And then suddenly it rained. It rained a lot. And then after that, the sun came out and was absolutely roasting. It was ridiculous. We, we got all seasons in one day. It was mad. And that, that was kind of the, the theme for the entire day. We had absolutely torrential rain thundering down and you got absolutely soaked through to the skins. And some bands were on playing as that happened. I have to give a shout out to Field Marshal Montgomery, actually. Uh, who went on to play their medley set. Uh, Did you guys see the video of their performance on our YouTube channel? If you haven't, go and watch it. They're standing on the line. Now, I mean, the rain was bouncing off the drums. It was thundering down, man. And there there was, you know, flashes of lightning, I guess, up in the sky. Very dramatic. It kind of added to the drama of it all. Because just as St. Lawrence finished their medley, it just started to rain. And the band quickly marched off. (laughs) Said, right, job done, guys. Right, off we go. And they couldn't get out of there quick enough. And, uh, yeah, Field Marshal were standing on that line as it was pelting down. But it really added to the drama of it. And the band sounded fantastic, you know? Uh, So, yeah, conditions on the day... They were. I came back home from the All Irelands. I was soaked through the skin, but I was sunburned. So how did that make sense? I was wearing a Rab Show hoodie. How could I have got sunburned? But yeah, I had a big red face on me. The neck was pure burnt, burnt off me, and I had a piper's tan. You know when your hands are the only ones that get. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. So yeah, conditions on the day very mixed, very variable. It was kind of hot and roasting one minute, freezing cold and soaked the next. 
It was very difficult. And for drum majors as well, it was incredibly windy at times as well. Uh, so I think we got all seasons in one day. So, right. Let's talk about the... Oh, I have to talk about the Portaloo update. I do it with every show. Uh, Portaloo's this time around was not too bad. Not too bad. I think the conditions of them were kind of A-OK. I did have to stand and wait a few times because they were quite busy at peak times, I guess, you know, during the little break in the middle of the day. Uh, but, hey, Portaloo's fine. Absolutely fine. Um, I think the only gripe I had was from two bass drummers who were complaining about how far away the car park was because they had to trail their drum all the way up the hill. Uh, but other than that, that was it. I think, a, a, yeah, a cracking venue all round. Okay, results. Let's get into it. Starting with novice drum, drum majors. Yeah, All-Ireland champion Harry Couples from Surland District. Go on, Harry, you legend. Uh, yeah, again, done it quite convincingly here with ones right across the boards. Not bad. Well done, Harry. In second place was Willow Rose Elliott from RSPBA and I in second place. In third place then was Holly Gracie uh, from RSPBA. Uh, she was in third spot. In fourth spot then was Hannah Cassells. Yes. In fifth was Molly Bell from the McDonald Academy. And in sixth spot was Phoebe Jeanette. There you go. And that was your novice grade. So it was great to see so many uh, people competing in the novice grade because I think numbers have been down for the last little while. So it's good to see a bit of a bump in numbers. Speaking of numbers being down, one of the grades for drum majors that has been low uh, but still very competitive is our junior grade. Uh, So I have to give a shout out to Georgia Turkington. Yes, Georgia! All-Ireland champion, of course, from the Matt Boyd Memorial. Georgia was very, very happy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was great to see. Well done, Georgia. In second place was Maya Buckley, of course, from Marlacoon District. In third place was Ellie Gilmer. And in fourth place was Molly McBride. And that was your fourth uh, place. Yeah, drum major there. So, yeah, just to let you know that Georgia won the All-Irelands and the Juniors in M&D preference. There you go. I didn't know that could happen in drum majors, but apparently it can. Alright, let's get on to the juvenile drum majors here for the All-Ireland Championships. Their All-Ireland Champion uh, for 2023 in the juvenile was Lewis Charles Anderson from New Rosson District. Yes. Ooh, not bad. Good man yourself. Alright, and in second place then was Leanne Crooks from Surland District. Well done, Leanne. In third place then was Grace Thompson from Grantia. Yeah, well done, Grace. In fourth then was Carries Graham from the Glasgow Sky. Well done. In fifth place then was Louise Smyton, of course, our European champion. Well done, Louise, of course, from Kloss Kelt. And then in sixth place was Jamie Lee Wilson from Brady Ulster Scots. There you are. So, yeah, ten drum majors in that grade altogether in the juvenile. So if you finished in that top six, well done. Well done. Okay, on to the adults then. So, All-Ireland champion for 2023... Charlotte Ruddock from Battle Hill. Yes. In first place on M&D Preference. Well done, Charlotte. And in second place was Emma Barr, of course, from the Field Marshal Montgomery. Yeah, and she finished out in second again on M&D Preference. So well done, Emma. In third place was Jason Price from Ravara. Well done, Jason. In fourth then was Cara Gilmer from Police Scotland and Federation. Well done, Cara. And in fifth spot then was Andrea Gibson from Battle Hill. There you are. So that made up your top five then for your adult drum majors. So well done to Charlotte there, All-Ireland champion. I think she was more than chuffed, to say the very least. (laughs) Yeah, very, very happy. Well done, Charlotte. Great result. Okay, let's get on to the bands. But before we do, I have to give a shout to our drum majors, actually. I was really enjoying the competition on Saturday. And uh, 
yeah, even watching the dress and all of that in the morning and how, you know, I call them the Formula One pit crews, uh, but all the mums and dads and the people that get involved with the dress part of it, it's fascinating to watch. If you haven't as a spectator and you're looking for something to do, especially earlier in the morning, where the bands aren't really doing much, um, but yeah, the drum majors are getting ready for their dress competition, go over there and have a watch at it. It's so detailed. I've learned so much about uniform. <laughs> so I have. And, and dress, it's just fantastic to watch the preparation that goes into this. And um, yeah, it's all I could do to get the kilt on in the morning sometimes. But these drum majors are impeccable. And I don't use that word lightly. So go along, have a watch at the drum majors dress competition. Absolutely fascinating the whole process behind it, but I've learned so much. So shout out to all of you drum majors. I have a absolute respect for everything that you guys are doing over there at the minute. Yeah, such a great competition. All right, let's move on to the bands then. On to Grade 4B then, kicking things off. Our All-Ireland Champion for 2023 is Alt Neve Memorial. Woo! Yes! Go on, Alt Neve. Yeah, they did so with a first in ensemble, second in drumming, and a two and a four in piping. Yeah, so a bit of a mixed result in piping, I guess. But uh, yeah, ensemble in first place and drumming in second. So quite convincing there. In second place on ensemble preference was Black Raven. Yeah, oh, that was a great run from Black Raven, actually. I did go back and have a listen to it. I didn't see it live in person. Uh, but yeah, Black Raven had a great run there. Well done. In third spot then was Uppercross Gar. Well done. With two firsts in piping, I might add. Yes, well done. In fourth place then was the Irvine Memorial. And they actually lifted the drumming title. Yeah. So they lifted drumming. They came second in ensemble. However, their piping pulled them down into fourth place there. But still respectable. Up in that top four spot. You kidding me? Well done, Irvine Memorial. Yeah. In fifth place then, we had Money Gore Pipe Band. And in sixth spot then, we had Letter Kenny and District. There you are. And that made up your competition there in Grade 4B and your prizes. 13 bands in total. Uh, yeah, if you finished in that top six, well done. Absolutely. But hey, I have to give a shout out to everyone competing in that grade. What a competition. All right. Pfft, come on. That was such a good competition of 4B. It's very high standard. Uh Speaking of high standard, let's look at 4A. 4A on the day. I managed to watch a good portion of the grade. Not all of it. There was a few bands I did miss. But my word is the standard lifted here. Grade 4A was simply blistering. Some of these bands, man. Unbelievable. I think, honestly, a lot of these bands in 4A would do really well in Grade 3B. Or even 3A, for that matter. Some of them blowing a big tone. Uh, So... Yeah, shout out to our 4A bands, sounding really strong. So, let's get into the All-Ireland Champions then. For 2023, in 4A were Surla and District. Yes, well done, Surla. And in second place was Clock Finn. Yeah, Clock Finn again. Um, I don't know what's going on with Clock Finn, but I was really impressed by their piping. It was absolutely top-notch. And the piping judges agreed too, with two firsts in piping. However, I did hear the run and I did pay keen attention to the drumming and their drumming judge had them 10th. Ouch. So they had two firsts in piping but a 10th in drumming, which was, yeah, when you consider that there was 12 in the grade, that's, yeah, ouch. However, they came third in ensemble. Um, And again, we do ask ourselves the question... The ensemble judge had them third. The drumming judge had them tenth. 
I'm just going to leave that there. Okay, on the third place then we had Grancha. Yeah, who managed to lift the drumming title as well. And I was really impressed with Grancha's drumming, by the way. So, yeah, absolutely agree with that. Grancha's drumming, outstanding. Well done. And in third spot. In fourth place, then, an ensemble preference was the William Kerr Memorial Pipe Band. Yeah. Now, the reason they got it on ensemble preference is because they finished first in ensemble. Yeah, so shout out to William Kerr. Sounded great. In fifth place, then, was Art Lowe. There you go. And in sixth spot then was New Ross and District. And that made up your top six there. There you are. So I have to say, I have to give a special mention actually to the Hugh O'Connor Memorial Pipe Band from Arizona in the United States who made the journey over. Um, Yeah, had quite a good run actually. And finished in 10th overall with an 11th, 11th in piping. Uh, But they had 4th in drumming. So they had a real good run drumming wise. Absolutely. Finished 9th in ensemble, however. So yeah, overall finished 10th overall. Uh, But yeah, I think they actually won the prize for best bass as well. Yeah, so shout out to the Hugh O'Connor Memorial. A great weekend's work there, and I hope you enjoyed the trip. I did get chatting to a good portion of you, a good lot of you there. Uh, But yeah, all of that interview and all of that kind of stuff, that'll all be on the BBC Radio Ulster show that's coming out on Sunday. There you are. That's a bit of a shameless plug there. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to the Hugh O'Connor Memorial. It's great to see you there at the All-Ireland Championships. And, uh, yeah, it's great to see you have such a good run as well. Yeah, okay. Awesome stuff. Okay, right, moving on to Grade 3B. All right, we only had one band on the day. Now, even the announcer himself on the day was mentioning, and coming up to the line now is Kolobaki to compete in Grade 3B. And before they hit the opening rolls, congratulations on winning the All-Ireland Championships. And he laughed. And everybody else laughed too. So, yeah, I think... Because <laughs> there was only the one band in the grade. He did explain that afterwards. He says, they're the only band in the grade today. So here to entertain us are Kolobaki Pipe Band in Grade 3B. So there you go. They had ones right across the board because there was no one else to compete against. Well done, Kolobaki. And if anything, I have seen a video of their run. I didn't get over to the circle in time to hear them. But yeah, I think they sounded pretty good. So shout out to Kolobaki. Great run, guys. Okay. Moving on. Grade 3A. Okay. 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 It's starting to get serious now, folks. Grade 3A was ridiculous. Almost on a par was Grade 2. And we'll talk about Grade 2 in a second. He was even worse. But Grade 3A. Now, there's bands in here in 3A. Now, I know I've mentioned this about Grade 4A. But there's bands in 3A that I believe will do really well in Grade 2. All right? A lot of these 3A bands are sounding like Grade 2 bands. Honestly. Uh, but, hey, I don't know. This grade, the standard across 3A is just ridiculously high at the moment. So shout out to everyone on Grade 3A. Wow, that's all I can say. Just what a grade. Okay, well, All-Ireland Champions for 2023 was Tully Lagan. Go on, the Lagan! You! yes Yeah, I have to do that. Of course, uh, I'm contractually obliged, apparently. Yeah, so shout out to Tully Lagan, All-Ireland Champions. And they managed to lift the Drummond title. Yeah. As well, just for good measure. Well done. Uh, so, yeah, they had a two and a one in piping, first in drumming, and a second in ensemble. So quite a convincing win there by the Tully Lagan. Well done. I love that medley set, by the way. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of my favourites in that grade for sure. But another medley set that I really did enjoy in there was Clocker in Districts. And they finished second overall with a one-two in piping. So they actually split the piping result with Tully Lagan. 
Yeah, they finished second in drumming overall, and it, yeah, they had a fourth in ensemble, unfortunately, and that pulled them down uh, in second spot there, I believe, I think, points-wise. Uh, so, hey, there we go. Clocker in district in second, but Tully Lagging were champions overall. Not bad. I have to give a big shout-out to Kildog, who had an absolute blinder. What a run. Oh, my word. I was so impressed, especially with their piping end and that, and the... the intricacies they had with some of the harmony lines so entertaining so yeah shout out to Kildog. if you haven't heard Kildog yet do yourself a favor and go and have a listen to their medley run yeah it's good it's good so yeah they finished third overall uh they managed to get a first in ensemble yeah which yeah honestly i could see that they thought they had thought they had a great run well done Kildog. yeah in fourth spot then was the major sinkler memorial Absolutely. Fantastic run. Well done, guys. In fifth spot, then, was the Matt Boyd Memorial. And they had quite a beefed-up band from previous outings. I think there have been quite a number of new players in the ranks that haven't been on the grass just yet. Uh, So, yeah, shout-out to Matt Boyd. Seeing additional numbers in the ranks now, and the band are sounding strong. Well done. Uh, Yeah, so in sixth spot, then, was McNeilstown. Yes, well done, McNeilstown. Do you know what band? Right, okay. That's your top six, okay? But I'm going to talk about a band that didn't finish in the top six, but are absolutely playing some great music at the moment. And that's Column Kill. Column Kill pipe band. I love that medley that they're playing this year. I don't know what it is. It just seems to grab me. Yeah, very entertaining musically. And yeah, go and have a listen to Column Kill. I think they're playing some real good music in there. Very, very good stuff. And also to Drumlock as well, playing some great music. Yes, they had some little minor issues here and there, unfortunately. Uh, But yeah, Drumlock Pipe Band, great medley selection. So go and have a listen to them too. Yeah. Even drumming-wise as well, the drumming is on fire. It's very, very good. So yeah, Grade 3A for me on the day of the All-Irelands, I think was very, very entertaining. Such a high standard. Just mad. Such a good grade to watch. All right. Okay, we're about to get into the ridiculous grade. Oh, boys, grade two. What can I say about grade two? uh, Come on, this grade, yeah, I'm calling it the ridiculous grade, and I'll I'll keep saying that because it absolutely is. Oh, my word, Ravara, All-Ireland champions for 2023, and if you've heard the run, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is one of those moments where you can say that Ravara could jump into grade one and could duke it out with the big guns. Absolutely. They played an absolute blinder. What a great run for Ravara. Go and have a listen to it if you can. Of course, that's up on our YouTube channel now. Wow, is all I'll say. Well done, Ravara. And in second spot then was Manor Cunningham on the day again with another melt-your-face performance. Oh, my word. (laughs) That's all I could say. The manor, big tone, big, big sound on the day. And their drum core had that big, thick kind of... Oh, manor were brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Loved them. Uh, St. Joseph's Clondalkin as well had a great run in third spot then. And they were in third on ensemble preference. And I especially loved their piping uh, for St. Joseph's. I thought really, really good. And then in fourth spot then were St. Mary's Derry Trasna with fours across the board apart from one judge who had them first in piping. Yeah, so quite an interesting grade all round. I'm sure you'll agree. I know there's only four bands in there. But seriously, all four performances were just... Ridiculous, because this grade is ridiculous. Grade 2 is just 
Yeah, that's the only word I could find to describe it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so good luck to everyone there in grade two this season. I don't know, man. It's ridiculous. All right. Under grade one, then, of course, we now know grade one overall champions for the All-Ireland Championship was Field Marshal Montgomery. Now, I believe this is their 27th All-Ireland title. Is that wrong? Is it their 26th? 27th, I think? I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, shout out to Richard Parks and everyone there at the Field Marshal uh, for lifting another All-Ireland title. Yeah. So when it breaks down, let's look at the medley results. First of all, Field Marshal came out on top with ones right across the board, with St. Lawrence in second, with twos right across, and with Klaus Kelt with thirds right across the board. There you are. So, yeah, FM lifted the uh, Drummond title for the medley as well as lifting the Drummond title for the MSR, which gave them the overall title for, yeah, drumming in the All-Ireland. There you are. So it was the same story, I guess, for the MSR as well. With ones right across the board. However, the MSR was a little bit different for piping. Um, for St. Lawrence, they had a second and a third in piping. Uh, so, yeah, one judge had Klaus Kelt uh, beating St. Lawrence. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, so, Klaus Kelt's MSR actually was very good run. And I would stress that Klaus Kelt, uh, yeah, I love their medley performance actually as well. Um, come on, they're blowing that big Chesney tone, you know, and that's difficult to say as me as a G1 guy, uh, but <laughs> shout out to Klaus Kelt, who yeah, had a real good performance, and I really enjoyed their medley performance for sure. So there you go, uh, yeah, shout out to Grade 1, very entertaining grade on the day, a lot of great music played, a lot of the bands battled the conditions as well, shout out to FM as we've just mentioned, very, very entertaining, very dramatic as well so yeah what's not to love but i overall all ireland champion for 2023 field marshal montgomery for the 27th time i think although that could be stuff that rab got wrong if it is you can email me in hey rab you're wrong again big rab show gmail.com there you go all right so i have to say overall the all ireland championships themselves were a roaring success now we yeah we do know that next year we'll be heading to a brand new venue in the republic of course i do believe it's in uh, is it in new ross i think I think it was announced on the day, but I can't remember now where they did say it was going to be. Uh, but <clears throat> either way, we do hope, uh, well, <laughs> we're looking forward to the brand new venue, I guess. And I don't know, Balamina is such a cracking venue that everyone really seems to love. And um, hey, will we see Balamina venue be developed into possibly hosting a major? Who knows? But that's all anyone was talking about that day. Saying, hey, if we can host an All-Irelands here, we can absolutely host a major here. So... Uh, yeah, Balamina venue, absolutely stellar. And yeah, I would be the first one to kind of raise my hand and say, yes, you could hold a major there, no problem. <laughs> Alrighty, well, hope you all enjoyed the All-Ireland Championships and our coverage of such. If you are anyway curious to catch those performances, you can go onto our YouTube channel there now, where we have uploaded as much as we possibly could. But I think we have everything apart from Grade 4B. I think that's the only grade we didn't manage to capture on the day. We have 4A, 3B, 3A. Grade 2, Grade 1. There you go. I think we got 3B. I'm not sure. But there you go. That's all up there now. On our YouTube channel, we have a full playlist of everything, including all of our drum majors, the adults as well. So you can go and check that out as well. On the Big Rab Show YouTube channel. Okay. Right. That's it pretty much for all the news and updates. I did tell you there was plenty this week. And there's always bound to be something that we've missed. So, as always, let us know what we've missed. All right. That email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. 
Let us have it. Was there something we missed? Is there something that Rab got wrong? <laughs> yeah, let us have it. Alrighty. Right, you guessed it. Aye, it's time for you to get the pen and paper out. It's time for dates for your diary. Iron Maiden, Kasabian, Bastille, the Royal Marines, the British Army, the Royal Air Force, Police Scotland and Federation, Scottish Power, and the Red Hot Chili Pipers. These are just some of the names playing the axial and regimental series drums by the British Drum Company. Why? Because of the superb build quality and attention to detail that only the best deserve. Where excellence is the norm, not the exception. To find out more about the ranges offered by the BDC, head to the BritishDrumCo.com or follow them on all of the usual social media platforms. When will you make the switch? It's time for Dates for Your Diary, here on the Big Rap Show Podcast. Okay, time for Dates for Your Diary. So, time to start marking down some dates. Yeah, there's a lot happening over the next few weeks. On the 7th and 8th of July, we're going to Payson. We've mentioned this a few times now on the show, but yeah, the Payson Scottish Festival and Highland Games is taking place in Utah, there in Payson City Park. So that's on the 7th and 8th of July. Then, on the 8th and 9th of July, we're going to McRae Meadows in Linville, North Carolina, of course, for the Grandfather Mountain Highland Games. Now, we do know there's a good number of bands entered for this, actually, so good luck to everyone heading to the Grandfather Mountain Highland Games this weekend. Yeah, that should be good fun, actually. Then... On the 15th of July, then we're going to uh, Luke Park in Northampton in Massachusetts for the Glasgow Lands Scottish Festival. Then on the same weekend, on the 15th and 16th of July, we're going to Flagstaff in Arizona. Well, yeah, we know it as Flagstaff, but its official title is the Arizona Highland Celtic Festival. There you go. Uh, But yeah, everyone calls it Flagstaff. So that's on the 15th and 16th. Also, on that same weekend, on the 15th and 16th, uh, we could be in Casey Jones Park in Elizabeth in Colorado for the Elizabeth Celtic Festival. There you are. A lot going on that weekend. Then, bringing it a little closer to home here, on the 22nd of July, we have the Ards and North Down Championships in Newton Ards. Yeah, this is a venue that is... uh, some people love it, some people not so much. Uh, but yeah, it's at the airstrip there in Newton Ards uh, for the Ards and North Down Championship. Then, after that, yeah, we have the third major in the calendar, the Scottish Championships in Dumbarton at the 29th of July. So that date should already be firmly in your books. Um, this is one of my favourite majors in the year. Uh, so yeah, Dumbarton, we're going for the Scottish on the 29th of July. There you go. Then after that... 5th of August, we have the Heart of Down Championships in Donard Park and Newcastle, right here in Northern Ireland. And then the following weekend, of course, the 12th of August, we have the Ulster Championships and the Champion of Champions titles will be handed out then as well. Yeah, in Antrim, in Castle Gardens, I think it is. Yeah, there you go, on the 12th of August. Uh, so, also on the 12th of August, we have North Berwick as well. Yeah, so we hope to have more details on that. Also, on the 12th of August, a very popular weekend, that in, uh, see, in the Lake Park in Liverpool in New York, we have the 80th Annual Central New York, New York Scottish Games. I could just about read this. The 80th Annual Central New York Scottish Games. Try and read that quickly. Yeah. <laughs> It's a well, okay. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. It's in Onon Onondaga Lake Park, Onondaga Lake Park, in Liverpool, in New York, 12th of August. There you go. 
That could be absolutely stuff that I've got wrong. But you know me, I know I don't know how to pronounce stuff. But I'm sure I'm going to get emails about that. But that's it. That's it for your diaries. And that takes you up now to the 12th of August. So there's a lot of piping action taking place over the next few weeks. Even though now this is traditionally known as a little break in the middle of the season. Au contraire. We're not taking a break at all. Uh, the big wheel keep on turning. And we've still got plenty of great piping events to be at uh, over the next few weeks indeed. So there you go. That's some dates for your diary right there. All right. Well, you've waited this long in the podcast uh, before we get into everything. And we've got quite a cool topic of the week this week. I'm really looking forward to get chatting to John. So let's get into it. It's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Ah, uh, yes, time for topic of the week time. And right, I'm going to give full disclosure here, okay? This interview with John was recorded a little while ago. Uh, this was recorded around the time that John actually released his brand new collection of sweets. And we had to catch up with John to, f- to find out everything behind the process of this exciting new release from John Do. Now, y- yeah, you get to hear some of his process here and his thoughts on composition and everything. It's quite a fascinating interview, actually. Uh, so, but yeah, just wanted to give a shout out to our Patreon faithful who have already got access to this interview now uh, a couple of months ago, actually. So yeah, shout out to Patreon. Uh, you guys have already heard this, uh, but hey, we're bringing it to the pod this week for the general masses. There you go. So I know it sounds like a shameless plug for the Patreon. It absolutely is. If you do want to get things like this and early access for interviews coming up on the podcast, then that's where you go to do it, over there on Patreon. All right. We're about to get into everything here with John Do, And uh, yeah, yeah, suffice to say, this is such an interesting conversation. And John always entertains. We've always got time for John. So let's welcome him back to the podcast, shall we? All right. So welcome to the podcast. And welcome back to the podcast. Let's say John Do. How are you, John? Are you well? I'm oh, very well indeed, Rob. How are you? The very best. Well, your audio's cracking up a wee bit there, but we'll we'll do what we can. We'll do what we yeah. can. But I'll do, anyway. I'll do that again. Very well, Rob. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Yes. Well, the reason we have you on the pod this week is because you have quite an exciting new release. And uh, tell us about this. That, now, this isn't an album similar to Macro Sky or Highbridge Walk. This is a new collection of tunes. Not right. Yeah, well, it's added to the collection of, uh, of sweets, and I've, I've, got it, I've got it right here. Um, oh, yeah, so, there you go. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm dead chuffed with it. Um, yeah, so basically, um, we're all kind of starting to go into a digital age. And, uh, I mean, I love a physical tune book as much as anyone else, but um, the project is a collection of bagpipes, sweets. And for anyone that doesn't really know us, a bagpipe suite or a pipe band suite is a through-composed piece of music that lasts anywhere between three to five minutes. Some are longer, some are shorter, but it's, that's the idea. And it's a four-part, four, three, four, five-part harmony. And basically, over the last couple of years, I've been uh, writing a couple of these um, suites, and then uh, I've decided to uh, make a collection and then put it out. Uh, I was very grateful for uh, the Royal Conservatory of Scotland's Make It Happen funding project, which granted me the sufficient funds to produce this collection. Uh, and when I got the funding for that, 
uh, that's when the mountain of work started. Um, and yeah, so what I produced is, uh, is a USB stick. And on the USB stick is a digital book of uh, the 11 suites. Uh, and each suite has a little bit, a little blurb, which tells you a little bit about the piece. Uh, and then like, you know, the introductions and forwards and uh, all that kind of thing. There's also uh, individual parts, because sometimes when you read a suite in a, as like a full score, it, it can be hard to pick out exactly where you are or where your part's gone or you've started reading line three as opposed to line two kind of thing. So I've yeah. exported all those parts as individual parts and you've got them. And then a demo track of each suite because there's been times where I've picked up books, it's got a suite in it and I think I think to myself, I'm sure this sounds great, but unless I've got three of my buddies here who are good at sight reading and fancy sight reading it, I have no idea how this sounds as a whole piece. Yeah. So the idea was to record all the pieces so that you could hear um, how they sound in full. And they're, they're not quite perfect takes, but it's a demo track. So the idea is that it's a kind of a, a rough idea of how it should sound uh, in its full thing. So that's kind of how it came about. Yeah. There and uh, yeah, they, they arrived like a couple of weeks ago and I'm really happy with it. Like I said, it's a tiny wee dinky thing that you could, you know, you could fire it in your pocket and take it everywhere. It's great. It's such a great idea, John. Yeah. Was that the intention then to release it digitally and this tiny USB stick thing? Yeah. I think, yeah, in all honesty, it was, it was always going to be a USB stick of sorts. In all honesty, I thought it was going to be a little bit bigger than this, but I still think, <laughs> I still think, well, there's not actually a, a product like that on the market. So, you know yeah. what? Um, I'm rolling with it and I'm, I'm loving it and uh, I've had a lot of good uh, pleasant, su pleasantly surprising feedback from everyone, from most people so yeah um, yeah, I'm, I'm dead chuffed with it oh, Fantastic, well here I have to ask you about your work in composition you know with making all of these incredible suites and stuff obviously everyone on the piping scene is, right now has probably heard your work at the last Inverary concert, uh, when you composed the, the strings and everything to do. Tell us about the process with helping putting that music together for A Night in That Land. How difficult was it? Uh, yeah, I think the uh, the actual kind of writing bit, the initial writing bit wasn't, that was tricky, yeah, but the tricky bit was um, portraying the idea to the string player. So just, just to clear up, any copyright thing. The tune itself isn't actually mine. That was written by a guy called Johnny Cunningham, yeah. uh, Phil Cunningham's brother, uh, mm -hmm. and that's a fiddle tune. And so I heard that, took it and put it, transposed it to the pipes, yeah. then wrote out the uh, the four part harmony, four or five part harmony to it. Um, but when I was at uni, um, well, I've always loved playing with orchestras, uh, playing pipes with orchestras, I've always loved orchestral music. But my dissertation was all about composing string parts with bagpipes. So um, I was doing a lot of kind of ex experimenting, if you like, or trial, trialing, you know, a set of jigs, what would the string part do here? And uh, one of the things was this slow air. And um, we played it in the band uh, a few years ago. And I was like, oh, by the way, there's way more to this tune than what we played the medley and that was and they were like okay cool um so i wrote out the full tune and then tried to write write the strings based on what i had studied for my dissertation all these different techniques and came out with an end result and i suggested it to the band leaders for something to have in the concert and yeah. uh, they got back to me and said yeah we'd, uh, we'd be up for it and i was just like taking it back and then uh, i didn't <laughs> even know it was gonna 
title track until the press release came out and I was like, oh, this is going to be good. There you go. <laughs> so like, the writing bit was like a lot of fun because it's all done on Sibeli, so you can just be like right. total nerd with it and try loads of things. And if it doesn't work, great, you can just get rid of it. You just try it again. Uh, yeah. It. Yeah. That's try it. That's what, so that was a lot of fun. The tricky bit was <laughs> getting the string players to understand that the bagpipes aren't in B flat or B or A. They're a weird in like, between. Yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So trying to get them to kind of adjust to that, that was um, kind of a tricky thing. But we got it right on the night. And um, yeah, we were really, um, really happy with, I was really happy with how it turned out. And um, can't thank those players enough for all the effort that they did. And they, they really enjoyed playing, playing it as well, because it's something different for them. But um, yeah, it's been an absolute highlight for me. Oh, that's it. And the results are breathtaking. I'm, I'm sure you can look back at it and go, wow. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's something you could really stamp your name to. That's that's incredible, John. Uh, so, well, I've been a fan of your music now for the longest time, and I have played to death Mackerel Sky and High Bridge Walk. I have played every track on that on Fuse at least a dozen times. Um, so bringing it back to Thank this you. new collection of sweets, um, there's a few in here that we've already seen before uh, that are now in written form that you can now learn how to play. Uh, I'm just looking here, like Mackerel Sky's in there. Um, we also have the sesh, the sesh chest reels is in there. Uh, and along with one of my favorite tunes, actually, is Watch Me Toe. That's a cracking tune. <laughs> That's in there. Thanks very much. Oh, I love that set. Uh, so, yeah, was that kind of a, a bit of a focus, really, for bringing music from both those albums into this collection then? Yeah, that was part of it, of course. Yeah, because um, it's a collection of kind of published, or it's a, it's a publication of what you've done. So if you take someone like Fred Morrison, for example, he released Outlands, or uh, yeah, so he released Outlands, the album, and in his first tune book, there were a couple of tunes in there, but there weren't all of them. And then he had his second tune book and the Outlands collection, and it's that way of like, he probably just had a whole load of people messaging, myself included, saying, where can I find the music for this? Yeah, where's the sheet music? Like, well, it's not out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, it's partly to get those... Uh, pieces of music in sheet form, sheet music form, so that people can read it. And loads of other people have done it. Ross Miller's done it. Lauren McDougall's done it as well. Chris Armstrong. It's that kind of thing. Um, but at the same time, it's also pushing out new stuff as well. That's it. So, well, if anything, I encourage people to go and get this because even if you're not into learning sweets and stuff, even if you learn like, a, I don't know, a couple of like, I don't know, not phrases, but like a, a theme and stuff from a lot of these different things, there's a lot of music here, John, that can be included in a band performance, I would argue. Yeah. So yeah, I, have well, to, I have to reference, though. I'm going to bring this up, John. All right. <laughs> we know that you've had a previous interview. Uh, well, another source that shall remain nameless. You can go and look at it on YouTube and everything, uh, where we were talking about possibly bringing suites of music into competition. Um, so what are your thoughts on that, about bringing like a specific suite performance grade it was kind of unpacked a little bit in that conversation but not a whole lot <laughs> you know what i mean so i don't know what, what's your opinions do, do you think we'll see more sweets being played in band competition do you think i'd like i'd like to think so i mean i think we're certainly heading that way if you take the cosmos cascade medley you know yeah. they did the best reprise of a slow air and uh, a lot of these kind of a lot of this, the medleys are reprising slow airs or they're reprising the openers or quoting um, the slow air before the jigs and then yeah. bring in the slow air. 
I think, um, you know, we're all kind of heading in that direction. And I think it is only about time or it's mm. uh, within it's it's going to happen where we're going to have a medley that is based on one theme. Um, yeah. Because essentially that's that's what it is. It's based on either one or two themes. And um, the medleys at the moment, they're taking one or two themes and they're re-quoting it around small tunes as well. The trouble go. is you've got a um, part of the pipe band medley is marching into the circle. So you couldn't march yeah. into the circle playing a waltz necessarily. No. That'd be quite yeah. hard. Doable, <laughs> but hard kind of thing. And then yeah. there's also the rule that have, the opening tune has to be over a certain beats, beats per minute. A certain so, BPM. Um, yeah, I remember reading that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it is, but that's the idea. You never know. Um, I mean, I still think the idea of uh, a sweet uh, performance competition uh, is still like a viable one, and that could be something cool that that could happen. Uh, at this present stage, I'm not sure. A full, like if you take one of the suites in my bit, well, Macro Sky, for example, yeah. that's not going to end up as a full medley. Um, no. <laughs> you can't really march in 10-8. No. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that kind it. of thing. So yeah, yeah I'd, like, I'd like to think so soon, um, or at least kind of develop themes more, and you know, have a yeah. march in, then you do a slower version of that, and then, I don't know, uh, I, I think it's heading, naturally evolving to that to that thing i think eventually we'll we'll get there yeah i think you're right yeah so the the modern medley as it stands probably will stand but we do hope it'll evolve a little and maybe include more yeah so as you're saying about developing medleys on themes like as we mentioned a few tune names you can already think of the band that plays that medley so like the sandpiper that's field marshal the tetris medley scottish park do you know what i mean like you drop these tune names and you immediately think of a band that's played it and like a, a theme that was throughout their medley performance. And very, you guys are, you're, yeah. you're doing it too. Um, so who knows? We could find this happening in future medleys. We'll start seeing the fever suite or the set chest reels. And, you know, we'll see this in band music. You never know, John. Yeah. That'd be nice, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, as much as we're encouraging people to go and purchase this, if anyone's watching the video right now, uh, you should really go and check out John's website. So tell us then where folks can go and grab the copy of this then. So it's, uh, oh, look at that. It's up there. So it's uh, John, www.johnju-composition.com forward slash shop. There's the shop there. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, it's all kind of been released in uh well, the Christmas bundle's still in there. That's cool. It's all, everything's <laughs> kind of been released chronologically. So the latest thing is obviously at the, at the top there. So there it is, uh, £25. And uh, I think the offer is still on. If you use Pipe Suites um, as a coupon code, all capital letters, no no, um, no spaces, you'll get a £5 discount just as a kind of launch discount. Oh, and you'll nice. receive this in the post. There you go. And uh, it kind of flips flips out as a yeah it flips out and then you stick it in the computer in a usb drive and uh hey presto you can also head to my youtube channel where the launch video is there and mm. it, it explains a lot more in depth about the product as well as some of the pieces yeah i was going to say about the launch event john that was great like i've watched it back a few times now and uh yeah you did oh, play a few of my favorites there uh so was that like a i don't know was that a big body of work putting together the launch event i guess um it didn't seem to be um, something just thrown together there was a good bit of thought there 
It was a wee bit of thought. It was more work for Ross Miller than it was for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but I launched my tune book. Um, that that took a lot of work because we had people from all over the world playing, and I just kind of based it on that. So I kind of went, well, what did I do there, and how can I make it slightly less work or just kind of better suited to this? So yeah. that bit, the actual launch bit, didn't take. Well, it was more of a collaboration thing, so more many hands make light work. Uh, it wasn't too much, but it was still a big, big chunk of work, um, oh, and it go. was still a lot of fun putting it all together. But uh, yeah. I have to thank Ross Miller for that. Also, want to make a shout out to Madeline Stewart for putting the book together as well. She did a really good job uh, designing the well, the cover and putting the actual formatting of the book together. Uh, she did a really good job, and then Chris Waiting, Dylan Cairns as well for helping me with the audio for. For the demo tracks so yeah but yeah the launch was a lot of good fun and i'm uh, really really glad to have that bit out as well oh fantastic so yeah definitely if you're anyway curious about these suites of music go back and watch the launch and you can see for yourself then yeah all right john i have a top three okay now i'm a drummer and i i can't read music terribly well i can read it read it relatively well but thank goodness for the demo tracks because then that's given me a real good steer as to am i reading this correctly and in some cases i was and in some cases i wasn't so hi that's a genius move right there (laughs) for idiots like me um so i have a top three uh all right so my third place one is one that might shock a lot of people but it is a waltz and that's the coordinator yeah i really love that track Tell me about the thought behind composing a waltz and a suite. Was that challenging at all? Um, I can't really remember. That one's one of the older ones. Um, I think uh, I think I just kind of came up with the waltz and I was kind of like, I'd been listening to a lot of, um, I think some of Lincoln Hilton stuff and uh, some of the Lauren McDougall stuff as well and, uh, a couple other things. I mean, that that piece kind of there's nothing really kind of too innovative in terms of harmony and stuff there. But I kind of wanted to uh, just yeah, just pick pick about something. Um, yeah, and I just kind of wrote the tune and then just tried to tried to write a nice harmony and like kind of took a lot of inspiration of what Ali Henderson does. But also, I kind of threw it in there because some of them are quite thick, like. Um, so they can be quite thick, and I was like, mm-hmm. need to put a bit of contrast in there as well. So put something that was a wee bit lighter in there. Um, there you are. Yeah, yeah that's simple. Again, it's just a kind of simple one. And, uh, Very melodic, though. I love it. I th- just the, the whole, like, the opening theme, and it carries through. I just thought it was brilliant. I really loved it. My next one, then, is, well, come on. I've already heard. I've played it many times, is the Sesh Chest Reels, which I still can't say. Uh, but just because I love that tune, Watch Me Toe. Um, so tell us about the story behind Watch Me Toe. That, that's a great title. Okay. I was actually telling someone about this in the station. So uh, we were on holiday some, uh, somewhere. Somewhere hot. It was class when I was younger. And um, like we're all in the living room. And then mum comes downstairs and she's like really, really distraught. And I'm like, what's happened? I was like eight years old. I was like, what's happened? It was like, why are you in tears? He's like, I've never seen you in tears. What's happened? She's like, I think I, I think I might have broke my toe coming out of the bathroom. I'm like, oh no. Looked at oh, it, I was like, no. that, that's a that's a broken toe. So later on that day, <laughs> later on that day, we were um, we we're at the beach and she's like, right guys, 
Like it's gonna be lots of sand around. It's gonna be very exciting. It's like what we do, just watch my toe. <laughs> two minutes, two minutes later, I like hit something. I'm like, oh, oh, oops. And then mum just bursts into tears. I was like, what happened? She's like, you stood on my toe. Oh, I'm like, oh no. no. <laughs> that's like a yeah. So that's like a rolling joke in our house. It's like, ah, watch my toe. There you go. I, that, I don't yeah, know. So it's that's... a cracking chin, and I absolutely love it. And yeah, now we've got a story behind it too. That's even better. Know, exactly. Yeah. And then the uh, the sesh chest, uh, the pipe band cool box. That's a great name for it. Yeah, I've heard it been yeah. to- called many things, but not a sesh chest. That's a good one. Yeah, every every band has one. Yeah, that that cool yeah. box that lies at the back of the box or the back of the bus. Mm-hmm. All right. So I want to see if you can guess my particular favorite. Um, out of all 11, do you want to pick one? And I can tell you whether you're right or not, and then I'll tell you what the answer is. Well, if I was using my head and you're a drummer, I'd yeah. have said Pipeline. Oh, that's a good one. Mm, because because yeah. it's different. Yeah. <laughs> I love the, t- yeah, the timings and all that. Yeah, good tune, but I didn't pick it as my favorite. My favorite actually was The Red Kite, the second track in. Oh. I really loved that. Just because of the way there was like there's a slow build to it, and it, oh, I don't know, it just seems to go from five mile an hour to five hundred. It's just I love it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, Red kite. Um, whenever I read the little thing in the bur- in the book, I know this is a spoiler, uh, but it's about a bird, not that right? So is that where you yeah, kind of drew inspiration kind of... for this? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's another one. That's another one kind of inspired. Inspired by, uh, or rather, um, helped by mum. She's she was a bird watcher, and uh, every time we were in the small glen, which is like just a wee glen, kind of just north of Creef, there were all these red kites, and she kept pointing them out. And I was kind of like, I hadn't been anywhere else in my life. I was like, oh, that's great. It's like, and then you kind of leave Perthshire, and you're like, I haven't actually seen one in a while. <laughs> and I kind of made me appreciate like uh, how nice and kind of majestic they are. And mum kind of explained why. Um, you know, they are like so unique and what they look like. And um, when I went back um, to Perth, when I, when I moved to Glasgow, went back to Perth and it was kind of like, actually, it is like a really nice thing to kind of yeah. observe, really majestic. So, um, yeah, and just remember kind of seeing one and, you know, it would just soar and then the two, and then there'd be two, and, you know, they might be courting or they're just mucking around or whatever. Um, I don't know. And um, yeah, that's kind of where it came from. And then all the swooping and diving and all the rest yeah. of it. So yeah, that kind of took inspiration from that. That's it. And you get that sense in the music too. And now that I know that, that they're unique to Perthshire, that gives it a sense of place as oh, well. I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're, un- I don't know if they're unique to Perthshire. It's probably well, not true, but like, they could be. I, I, I don't know. Them. <laughs> I'm not a bird expert. There you go. But I'm sure anyone yeah, listening right now here has, Bird experts, they're on the email, yeah. bigrabshowgmail.com. You're wrong. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know so, yeah. John, I am a huge fan of this. I think it's a really exciting new release. Uh, so, again, just please remember, uh, remind people where they can go and pick this up. www.johnju-composition.com forward slash shop. There you are. And don't yeah, forget to use that nice promo screen. code as well. Uh, pipe Suites, Pipe all Suites. in caps. Yeah. No spaces. Exactly. So, John, yeah. uh, that's the, the promo and the plug-in out of the road. I do have to ask you then, are you um, looking forward to this incoming season, mate? Are you uh, anxious oh, to get on the absolutely. grass? 
Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Had a couple of runs there and it's just made me eager to get out and, uh, yeah, just kind of play amongst uh, a, a big, good, healthy yeah. draw of grade one. It's going to be, it's going to be great. And I see it's going to be even better now that I've got this out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now you've got the book behind you, you can forget about it and move yeah, on. And just... <laughs> Yeah, just stand there and play pipes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm absolutely buzzing for it. And I think the weather's been pretty good for it so far. It's pretty nice at the moment. So uh, yeah. hopefully it us through the season. And last year it was a bit hit or miss. So hopefully yeah. we'll get an improvement while the oh. world's was scorching. But yeah. The world's? I got sunburn at the world's, which never happens. You know, I normally have to wear a snorkel <laughs> on Glasgow Green. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are there you looking go. forward to it, Rob? Oh, I can't wait, mate. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, oh, I don't know. See, watching the videos and the wee recordings online is one thing, but there's nothing like standing on the grass and being surrounded with it. So I can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. So, John, no doubt I will catch you on the grass this incoming season, yeah. mate. Yeah. And thank you for chatting with us uh, on the oh, pod. No, thank this you. Week. Really appreciate thank it. You so much. Thank, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And yeah, like I say, I tell you every time, Rob, you do an amazing job. It's great for the promotion of uh, oh, bands and uh, bringing loads of people together and. You know, a lot of the pipe band coverage you do, uh, yeah, just just keeps nah. people hooked and yeah, you thanks, mate. People. Keep it up. Oh, we'll keep the wheel turning. Thanks a million, mate. Take care. Sure. Thank Take you. care. <laughs> Ah, yes. Fantastic. John, thank you so much, mate. Yeah, very kind words there. Uh, so, yeah, that was recorded with John uh, kind of before the season kicked off good and proper. That was in around the time of the Dollar Academy competition. Do you remember that? That was around the same time as when John actually released this brand new collection of Pipe Suites. And honestly, there's such a wealth of great music here. I can't oversell it enough. So, um, yeah, I know I've already said it. Our Patreon faithful have already got access to this. So, shout out to you guys. Unfortunately, that discount is no longer working. Uh, we did try and get that operational again. But, no, that the promo is no longer working. Uh, so, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to John. Um, yeah, for anyone curious, by the way, they do want to go and check that out. We have included links to John's website in the show notes, so you can go and have a look at that. And uh, yeah, I would urge you to go and have a purchase at this, or even a little dig around to see the music that's available on there. There's some incredible tunes on here. So if you're any way curious about what a pipe suite is, or how it can apply for a pipe band setting... Yeah, go and have a look at this. There's some incredible work here. Uh, definitely worthy of your time, for sure. All right, well, that's it, folks, for another Big Rab Show podcast. There you go, I can put on my radio voice when I want to, eh? Yeah, uh, so thank you, everyone, for downloading this week and each and every week. And I have to say hello to all of our brand new listeners, by the way. We've noticed a significant jump in our numbers. I don't know whether that's because the season is unfolding or whether there's drama on the grass or what it is, but we're doing our best to try and cover every aspect of the piping scene as we do each week. And it's so great to have all of you along with us for the journey. This has been such an exciting season already, and it's nowhere near finished. Uh, So, hey, I don't know. After that topic of the week with such great tunes, you're all going to be incredibly busy over the weekend learning some new music. So, Good luck to you all, uh, but yeah, I would urge you to go and check that out. All those, uh, I don't know, John has such a wealth of great music. You go and have a look at it. All right. Okay, I'm leaving you. I'm out the door. But I will be back again next week for another Big Rab Show podcast, as always, where we will be bringing you another topic of the week. And um, next week's is uh, it's an interesting one. All right, that's all I'm going to say.
Yeah, it's an interesting one. So next week's pod, yeah, you'll get that next this time next week, I guess. Everyone, thank you all so much uh, for tuning in. And uh, yeah, don't forget to check out the Patreon and all of our YouTube stuff. We've been doing a lot of video f- stuff over there. Blah, blah, blah. All these big shameless plugs. And we'll see you all next week. <laughs> <laughs> yep, see you again. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Check out g1reads.com for all of your piping needs. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all of the latest news and views from around the piping world. And also, check us out on Patreon for five bucks a month. You can get your hands on tons of extra pipe and goodness and be a part of the Patreon faithful. So, until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. Mm